You're dialed in to the Turn In 2 podcast with your hosts, Matt Mills and Tito. Welcome back, Cardinal fans, to a new episode, a new season, a new everything to the Turn In 2 podcast. Alongside me tonight, as per usual, the one, the only, Tito. Tito, we uh, the boys are back. The boys are back. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm happy uh, football's over. Um, I'm sure you've got some beef with me that you're going to want to take it out on. So, uh, But I'm glad football's over. That just, to me, that's always the surefire kind of like signal that uh, it's time for some baseball. Yeah, and it's not necessarily beef. I just don't understand why you hate everything coming out of Kansas City. And it's not, I mean, I don't even care for football, really. It's just so oh, No, it's not. It's it's If anything, I do, it's not like I hate the Royals. Uh, I don't care for them, but I don't hate them. It's, it's, it's just a, 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 a feud I had back at school with some of my fraternity brothers who were from Kansas City, and obviously they hated the Cardinals. And so um, I was able to uh, return the favor by hating on the Chiefs. So I just uh, stick to that. Oh, I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's I fun. Mean, it, it was a great game. I mean, it was a really good game. You can't take away from that. I mean, you know, I don't think the the holding call at the end of the game, you know, really cost the Eagles. I think the defense, their defense, just couldn't stop the Chiefs' offense, and that truly lost them the game. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and I think, <clears throat> I think at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. In the Super Bowl is a good game, and you know mm-hmm. there's lots of scoring, lots of uh, well, not lots of lead changes, but a few lead right. changes and uh, a lot of drama to end it. And yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's over. I, I I always I always think about it this way: it's like you never want one call to truly change the game, and while yes, it effectively ended the game. I still think the Chiefs would have won that. I probably would have given them like an, an easy eighty percent chance of winning that game. Um, I you just never know. You know, you never know what the Eagles could have done with a a minute and a half left to drive down the field and maybe take it to overtime and just keep adding to how classic of a game that was. But you know, hats off to the Chiefs and all the fans. It's it's a it's well, a good decade of football that they've got ahead of them. That's for and sure. I mean. For me, you know, growing up here in the state, mm-hmm. you know, watching football, watching it from afar, I guess, if you will, you know, that they they went through some some bad, bad years. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's nice to finally see him winning. And, um, you know, I got family that's happy. So, you know, more power to them. Um, yep. And honest to God, they're, they're led by – one of the, the the most interesting, unique quarterbacks I've ever seen. So yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It's he, he's going to be good for a very, very long time. That's for sure. But so is so is the rest of the. You know, yeah. there's so many young, talented quarterbacks in the NFL that mm-hmm. it's an exciting time. You know, they've kind of got away from uh, the system mentality of uh, quarterbacks, and the olds are getting out, and the news are coming in. We're getting some new legs in there, and you know. Weird. I act like I'm part of the league, but um... I, I 
and I got to be honest, I thought Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes yesterday, and it and I he he, he I would have I would have given I would have given him the MVP even though he lost the game. I still would have given it to him because I think he was the best player last night. Yeah, yeah, no, he he did really well. Um, the the Eagles definitely have something going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll you know, be back. It's kind of nice to see Philadelphia continuously lose in the title game. Well, and then I hadn't realized it, but they have lost the last three major championships they've been in because their soccer team, their MLS team, Philadelphia Union, mm-hmm. they were in the MLS final. They lost. The Phillies lost the World Series, and now Philadelphia mm-hmm. losing in the Super Bowl is just a heartache, heartbreak, one after the other, and it's a uh, <laughs> – it's it's uh taking its toll, that's for sure. They, they've lost all three of those in less than a hundred days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's imagine? that's perfect, really. I mean that's tough. Second to Chicago, Philly yeah. can can enjoy their, their sadness. Yeah, take the L's. That's exactly. all right. Well, guess what? You know, like I said, to start this thing off, um, the boys are back in Jupiter. Um mm-hmm. your good buddy Brendan Schaefer's down there. I had a Woo! nice little talk with B, him B, B, on, B, B. on his road trip down to uh, Jupiter. And, um, you know, um, we didn't talk much baseball. It was more so about Bucky's, But, you know, he's down there getting geared up for uh, the long haul, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we saw Wilson Contreras in uh, Cardinal Red today, which looked, you know, good, of course. And, uh. um Wayno and Flaherty on the bump. Yeah. I mean, look, it it it's February, it's mid February. It's it's time for pitchers and catchers to report, especially if you know you're part of the WBC. You have to report early. Um, and I know we're you and I are gonna talk extensively over the next couple of episodes of uh, about the WBC. Um, but you know, as I said this morning when I was you know, kind of looking at pictures, you know, it it just really kind of like warms the soul a little bit just to see the boys back, seeing uh, a baseball getting thrown around and and picking up, you know, Uh, it's, it's just nice. And then obviously, you know, you get your prized possession in Wilson Contreras and um, when, you know, he looks great in Cardinal red. Um, And I got to say this, I, I know, We've mentioned it before, um, probably uh, maybe the last time we talked about it. But I've got a lot of respect for Wilson Contreras and in skipping out on the WBC because he easily could have gone and played for uh, Team Venezuela this year in the WBC, and he decided um, without you know the Cardinals intervening mm-hmm. that he was going to stick in Jupiter and work with the guys in the rotation. I, I think that speaks a lot to his his character. Um, and his desire to uh, to take on the mantle that, you know, obviously uh, Yadier Molina left behind when he retired. Um, so it just it's really nice to see that. And I think uh, it, it will go a long way, um, you know, to start the season. Yeah, and I thought that was that was huge of him to, to see oh, yeah. something that he didn't have to do and yeah. down there to learn the guys. And, um... and, and you got to understand, you know, I, and I'm sure you do, but for these for these Latin players, you know, the WBC is it means a lot to them, right? I mean, that's why you look at the Dominican team, right? Again, we'll talk about this later on, but those guys they have something to play for. They they have an edge 
that they're trying to play for. So I don't want anybody to think that, you know, Wilson, you know, not playing on the WBC was super easy for him. I guarantee you if he had his way, he would do both and move on. But I think because he's coming to a new team and because he wants to establish that, you know, rapport with, uh, uh, you know, the pitchers, especially Jack Flaherty, um, and some of the other younger guys, I think it just, it speaks to the level of competition that he already sees in himself. And he just knows that, look, in order for this team to be great, um, I've got to do everything that I can for the team. Um, and that's, and that's not easy. It also helps that Venezuela has uh, another catcher by the name of Salvador Perez. So, <laughs> I mean, I think they can uh, manage with him too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Absolutely. Um, so I know what you're talking about the other day, you know, mm-hmm. staying on the lines of, uh, the world baseball classic that's coming up. Um, I think what's so exciting about all of these squads is they are just absolute powerhouses and they've got depth. And it's just, it's exciting because, you know, these guys get to represent their country. You know, mm-hmm. you've got Lars going, you've got Tommy Edmond going, um, and it's just, it's, it's awesome because yeah, I don't know. It, I, I just it, remember, I just remember last time with, uh, with everybody and it was just, it was awesome to watch. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's like the world cup for baseball, right? I mean, you've got these international teams competing. I mean, think about it this way. Great Britain is actually playing baseball and this is their first time in the tournament. The Czech Republic is the same way. And, you know, when I thought of the Czech Republic, I'm like, they even play baseball there. So, you know, you, you got teams and you have countries participating that you normally wouldn't think participate. But then also you have these, you know, as you said, major powerhouses. I mean, Korea, Japan, Puerto Rico, Dominican, Mexico, um, Cuba, Venezuela. I mean, those teams with established major league players, um, they have, you know, they're going to take their best shot. Um, and as I said before, you know, uh, these, these Latin players, you don't think that there's uh, competition between themselves, right? They want to one up the next person. And if you can do that with your country, um, it just means a little bit more. Um, and so I, I did see somebody say that, that the WBC doesn't even excite them. And I, I just kind of shook my head. I'm like, man, that's, that's a really tough take because um, anybody who watched the 2017, you know, world baseball classic knows how much fun the players were having and just the, the high level of baseball that was played, you know, early on in the year um, was just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, of course with team USA winning, you know, it brought a little bit more attention to, to the game or the tournament than I think, uh, um, it normally would have. So um, I think some of those guys who were on the team last year, like Arnado and Goldschmidt, they're going to want to try and repeat uh, because this is probably their last time playing in it. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think I would say like, I think, I don't know why anybody would say it doesn't excite them because that, oh, that baseball I, is so fun. Like I, I don't remember get it either. Uh, who was it? Um, Adam Jones. Robbie, mm-hmm. yeah. somebody of yeah. a home run. 
Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Okay, yeah. that's who it was. Insane. And it was and it? it was D- Dominican and USA. I mean, like, what do you want? The, the mm-hmm. probably the two biggest baseball countries right now. And I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, and it was and it was a. I mean, the, they're all of the games were great, mm-hmm. and especially when you're coming down to the finals. It was just. I mean, it was like it was like a World Series. Yeah. You know, everything. I mean, every every pitch mattered. Yeah, I mean, you 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 really go into these games and um, you kind of realize, you know, there's only, you know, in this first pool games, you know, if there's a team that makes it to three wins, more than likely they're going to make it into the next round. Mm-hmm. And if you get four wins, you know, that you're definitely in. Um, and so there are going to be teams that are going to be on upset alert um and we'll again we'll talk about that here shortly but you know i'm looking forward to good baseball um and i think you're i think people are going to really uh love this version of the tournament just because of the star power that is just laced through through all of these teams really but um mainly the usa dominican republic puerto rico mexico i mean it's just, it's just a, it's going to be a great tournament. I, I have no doubt about that. Let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. Over or under a half of ejection for the Puerto Rican manager. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm I, going over. I'm going over. I think so. Half, half ejection. Yeah. So, you know, um, he's, he's yeah. Go I could. I could see it happening, but I think at this, you know, I think he is, you know, I think Molina probably understands a little bit more here that this you're representing your country. And so you're not going to go out there to make yourself. look. That's true. That's a valid, bad, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't think he's going to make himself look bad, you know, especially while he's representing Puerto Rico. Um, I think there is a standard that, you know, he's going to set for the team. So I, I, I don't think it now, if there is an egregious call and it's just bad, 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 uh, then I could definitely see it happen. But I, I just, I'll take the under, I don't think he does get ejected, but I can't wait to be wrong about it because it, it, it would be pretty fantastic. It's just uh, so weird to say that <laughs> I know. manager Yadier Molina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, uh, and it, it and he, you know, he's had some, some practice, you know, over the over the winter. He was um, in the Venezuelan League uh, managing then. Um, he's managed a couple of youth teams as well for Puerto Rico already. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, yeah. um, but this is a very good test for him and oh, to yeah. see how he can do with major league talent. I right? think um that's, I think that's it's weird important. for me because, like, it's you're not supposed to see that. I mean, he was just catching last year. Yeah, yeah. Know? And now he's going to be. Well, it kind of reminds me of Carlos Beltran a little bit, right? Did he do um, that? He, well, he, remember, he he had retired, and then, like, two years later that he got the Mets job. And then all of a sudden the Astros thing came out, and he resigned from uh, coaching the Mets, the manager position. And so – um you know, I I think I think he'll do okay, but I don't want to spoil anything about Pool D, um, you know, in our episodes because that that pool in itself is 
uh, a mini world baseball classic itself. So uh, mm. I'll, I'll stick, I'll stick to, to what our topics today and then we'll really dive into that one. Um, okay. So a couple things that, I mean, that popped up since we talked this morning or yesterday. Sure. sure. Or yeah. 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 Just, oh yeah. We need that's to get right. into a that's couple right. of them because we don't want to keep this thing too long. Cause we got, we got, we got them coming in hot the next few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. First and foremost, um, Welcome back, uh, the Pobo, the whatever he may be, the um, you know, he's the, the Pobo man, Mo, the man, the myth, the legend, mm-hmm. um, with his extension, John Mosaylock. Um, just real quick, how, how do you feel about the extension for Mo? You know what? I, I think, I think John Mosaic has done a great job as the GM Pobo for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I think this extension to me signifies a put up, put up or shut up moment for him. Um, he's got these players that he's brought in. He's got the youth talent. Um, I think the Cardinals are really realistically one good starting pitcher away from really being, um, one of those teams where you are going to be fear that you know you're feel fearful of every time they come to town. Um, so I, I I don't I don't hate it. I think it's it's justified. Um, I feel bad for people who are going to bash Mo because they think that he doesn't do anything or doesn't want to spend or whatever. And um, I just don't understand it. But um, uh, I really I like John Mozeliak as 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 the Pope Bo. So uh, I'm rolling with him and nobody really could convince me otherwise. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Mo does what he does. Yeah. We do this every year, but he's Mm -hmm. not bad at his job. No, he's he's made one trade that I feel did not turn out to in the Cardinals favor. Um, I mean, other than that, he makes good moves, makes sound decisions. Uh, The Cardinals aren't going out and having to rebuild for one thing. There's teams that have to rebuild year after year, and um, I, the well, Cardinals don't do that. The Cardinals and, and that. Go ahead, go ahead. The Cardinals may not go to the World Series every year, but they stay consistent. Yeah, look, I, I was listening to one hundred and one ESPN the other day, and they were talking about over the last twenty five years, you know, the most successful teams in Major League Baseball. Um, Within, like, I think it was in the bottom, like, fifteen teams, all came, you know, three of the uh, three of the five in the central came from, or three of the five, three of the central teams were in like the bottom fifteen, um, in that twenty-five uh, year span. The Cubs were like tenth overall, and the Cardinals were third. Um, there's a large gap between the Cardinals and the rest of their division. And you could argue, you know, yes, the division's weaker, so of course the Cardinals are going to do well. But the Cardinals still had to go out there and win. It's not like they didn't show up and and just roll over. I mean, they had their NLCS appearances, two World Series titles. You know, they had two other appearances in the World Series. So it's not like it's not like this uh, run of Cardinals baseball hasn't been uh, awful. Now, the problem I think most people have is is that. A lot of that winning was done under Walt Jockety. And what has Mo really given us 
in his tenure. And yes, there's the 2011 World Series, uh, but they haven't really done much since then. Yes, they've been to another one. They lost that to the Red Sox. They've been to a bunch of NLCSs, uh, but they just haven't quite gotten it done. And then you talk recency bias with the, you know, 2018 through 2021, essentially. And it just feels like it, it just hasn't come together. So uh, I, I just think people need to, to, to realize that, you know, in order to be consistent, you have, have to kind of keep the status quo sometimes. And, and John Mosellock is the status quo. Yeah. I mean, you can want to get rid of him all day long. And what, what, yeah. I mean, what would people think? What does that accomplish? Well, what, what does if that you accomplish? Get rid of him and you brought in somebody else and within two years or three years, you're actually rebuilding, you know, you right. are now all of a sudden a right. bottom club team in the NL central. Now I feel like with this new scheduling, you know, um, the, the entire uh, division thing, is working its way out the door somewhat. I mean, yeah, you'll still play those teams, but you know, you're playing everybody this year. And I think it'll give us give us a real good look come September, late August area, where the Cardinals stand with every other team. Um you're you're not that, gonna be cheated, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, you are gonna get the truth yeah really soon. And mm-hmm. um I mean it is what it is and the Cardinals are gonna have to adjust. And this may be a year where it's very mm-hmm. eye opening to the front office that shit, maybe we need to do something else. That, that And that's what I'm saying. And, you know, that's why I say that this, this reeks, no, I shouldn't say reeks, but to me, this is a, a put up or shut up, you know, extension. Um, not saying that DeWitt's going to go out there and be like, look, if you don't make it the world series this year, you're fired kind of thing. But it's like, you, you've made the moves for Arnado. You made the move for Goldie. You know, you you moved out. Yadier Molina, Albert Pujols, Wainwright's coming off his, you know, his, his career. So there are things in place right now where money gets freed up and there's going to be ability or, you know, resources to really put a team together over the next, you know, three to four years um, and, and see where it goes. I mean, you would hope that given the talent the team has right now, like I said, that there are one to two players away from contending for a world series. And what I mean by that is getting to play in the world series. Now winning it is a completely different thing, but I think in order for there to be success, um, you need to start aiming higher. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, you're going to have a bunch of things start rolling over. That's what I'm saying. A few years. So um, uh, there's It'll a lot be of things that, that yeah. I'm, I'm sure that we will get in um, closer to the start of the season, focusing on, you know, more centralized on um, roster construction, players, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll see, you know, once everything starts um, shaking itself out in spring training. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think, um, I think the, they don't look terrible. Um, no. Uh, we do have uh, – we're once again, I do think that we're going to come into a log jam in the outfield with so many prospects and um, guys that are um, already there. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's an interesting team. It's a scrappy team. Um, 
It'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think I, I, uh, we, we, I know we will talk more and give more of an in-depth thought on the team as we get closer to the regular season. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the start. We'll, we'll see how the guys look uh, early on in spring, and we'll make our judgment from there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know we're trying to keep this short, so I'm just going to – I've got one last thing that I want to touch on. A couple – I mean, they're going to spawn off of each other, really. Um, first and foremost, um, welcome to the, the – <coughs> whoa. Welcome to the new voice of uh, Valley Sports in Chip Carey. Um, I yep. know that growing up, Chip was over on um, Chicago's broadcast. But, um, I mean, the history itself there with um, Harry being in St. Louis and um, – you know, I'm excited for, to hear him. He was on the the broadcast uh, for the Blues the other night, and he's excited. He's thrilled. I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I know it's not everybody's first choice, but um, I am. I, I'm glad that we got somebody who's been in baseball before, who who loves the city of St. Louis, and um, he's going to be great. Well, what's your thoughts on the, on uh, on old Chip? Yeah, yeah, uh, Chip Chip Hooray, right? Um, yeah. I personally, look, I, I think the Cardinals had to sign somebody that had some St. Louis connection, but also had a knowledge of baseball and baseball history. And I, you know, there are very few people out there in the industry that probably have as much knowledge as Chip Carey does. Um, and so um, I'm I'm happy to hear that he's excited to be in St. Louis because I think given the circumstances of how you know, Danny Mack had to resign. Um, I think it's important that the, you know, that chip comes into this um, eager and, and willing to be the voice of the Cardinals. And I just hope realistically that people don't make this a, a huge comparison thing, right? Um, there's only one Danny Mack and we all know that he, he was the voice of the Cardinals for so many great home run calls and everything else in between. Um, and obviously, you know, circumstances have dictated what they have, but I want people to give Chip Carey a chance to carve out his own niche and, and embrace him, um, in this new role. Um, and I think he's going to do just fine. I'm not worried. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're spot on, but that's... And speaking of Danny Mac, right? <laughs> yeah, speaking of Danny Mac, that's how I kind of want to end this thing. I know you texted me earlier tonight and said um, about this 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 uh, statement mm-hmm. statement uh, mm-hmm. notes letter thing that Danny put out, and mm-hmm. I encourage everybody to read it. Um, yeah. Agreed. On the surface, there was a lot of disgust and disgust and um, anger. Anger, frustration, everything mm-hmm. towards Danny Mac. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, once you get done reading it, if, have you read it yet? I have. Yes, I have. Yeah. So once, uh, you know, it basically, if you haven't read it yet and you don't plan on reading it, it basically just states how he's he's sorry, how he's um, you know, he's gone down a, a long road of anxiety, depression, uh, alcoholism, um, and you know he's he's getting better um and that's to me he did not have to do that to me you know that's very big on him and and also you know anxiety and depression are a huge thing 
Mm-hmm. I know there's there's plenty of people who cover up their cover up their um their negative thoughts or, or anything of that nature um with alcohol. I mean, I it it happens. Um but at the end of the day we're all battling our own things. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's one thing that we need to focus on, not only as Cardinal fans, but you know, he he understands and he said this in his letter that uh he he understands that he ruined his 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 career, his his everything around him because of mm-hmm. you know what he was battling that he had not taken care of. And um it just it it was a it was a good letter and I encourage everybody to read it. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it just it just hits you where, you know, it everybody is battling something, even if they're not showing it, even if they're delivering the best home run calls of all time. You don't know what's happening behind the mic. You don't know what's happening, you know, um, in somebody else's head. <clears throat> so, you know, yeah, it was and, a great, and it was a great read. Yeah, and let me echo your sentiments here as well. And I'll say this um, first, um, and I'll I know he'll never hear this, but Danny, if you ever do hear this know that everybody is behind you and wants the best for you. Um, And I hope that you do get better. And now I'll turn my attention to Cardinal fans because I was one of those that were very frustrated with what Danny Mac did. And I think you were too. Um, I think as you read Danny's letter the first thing that I thought about was just something that I've heard a lot over the last couple of years is it, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. Mm -hmm. It does not cost you anything to be nice to anyone ever. You literally just have to do a simple hello, you know, wave, smile, you know, help them out talk to somebody, whatever it is. It does not cost you anything to be nice. Um, And I think as Cardinal fans, as fans in general, we, we lose sight of the human element of these things. Danny Mac is no different than the rest of us. Mm -hmm. He's a human being with, with that has issues we all have our own issues. We all have our own demons, as you said. Um, he made a mistake, though. And I, the only thing I'll disagree with you, Dingy, is, is I think he did need to apologize. I think he needed to come out and say, look, I messed up. Um, I think he, he had to own up to it. And, and part of that, part of growing and learning is is admitting and is is, is accepting mm-hmm. those those uh, hard truths yeah and I mean, it's it's, it's right. hard because it's hard because you know you don't want to force him to do it but i think he understood the magnitude of his of his mistake and i think he felt like he owed an apology because of who he is mm-hmm. and how many lives he's touched mm-hmm. Um, and that can't be denied. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it was incredibly courageous of him. Um, but I also expected it. 
Um, and not that it, you know, it could have came two months from now, three months from now. Um, but it was expected of him because I think that's the kind of person he is. Um, he knows he made a mistake and, and he had to own up to that. So I wish him nothing but the best moving forward. And honestly, I, I hope there is forgiveness in, in somebody's heart and I hope he can come back and maybe be a side commentator um, or guest appearance every now and then if, if Chip Carey cannot or has some other um, things going on. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just that, and that's, that's one of the aspects, especially in this day and age, you know, we have to, as people treat everybody else good. I mean, we, we, we really don't know what other people are battling. And um, I mean, I, I, I know people that, that are, that seem perfectly fine on the timeline that I speak to that I know are battling their own demons. And, you know, if, if you, if you aren't ever experiencing that, if you aren't ever dealing with that, you can at least be an ear or anything of that nature to somebody Mm -hmm. else who is, because it's really truly a, a, a weird life to, to live where, you are dealing with those things and mm-hmm. it's just it's something that's unexplainable until you've actually experienced and some people don't get it some people never will but you know we just have to be better as humans and better as people and sometimes people make mistakes and we don't know what people are going through so yeah and look that and and that's not to excuse what he did right, right. he knew what he was doing and he knew what he would what he what he did was wrong at the time um, I just think he, he just made poor choices and that's, a, that is the consequence that he has to live with. Mm-hmm. Um, is, does that make him an evil, awful person? No. Um, it just, it just, uh, it just sheds a, a different light on some of the issues that he was dealing with and, and how he has to grow. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyways, that, I mean, it's not the kind of note. It's not kind of how I wanted to end it all. But at the same time, I think it's an important, uh, important aspect of mm-hmm. of baseball of everything. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we are going to gear up next Monday and 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 dip more into the World Baseball Classic as it approaches. Um, so if you know, get ready for that. But we're going to talk yeah. Cardinals baseball. I am not dying. Wow. I, I, know, I know. I know. What I'm is okay. going on over there? Okay. My gosh. But, you know, as, as the season approaches, we're going to de- dig deeper and deeper into the Cardinals. Yep. As things unfold down in Jupiter, Florida. Other than that, I mean, Tito, do you have anything else to say before we wrap this up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know I do, oh. right? St. Louis City, first game, February 25th for – my fellow supporters, uh, I do have, I did manage to get two tickets to the, uh, city home opener. Um, I'm looking forward to that. That's, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I'm just, uh, so ecstatic that I get to witness it in person. And, you know, I, I keep thinking about where sports in St. Louis and the trajectory, uh, of certain, you know, teams you know have come and gone um if if people haven't gotten behind city yet they really need to 
um, because it, I, I truly think that they're going to be surprised at how well prepared and well coached they already are. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to win the, uh, you know, the MLS this year, but uh, I, I really do expect them to compete right away and just be a, a, a good, solid team. Um, but be patient because there, there will be some growing to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Hopefully, I can get up to a game whenever the press is maybe <laughs> maybe get better. I, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's a lot of. Uh, it is. I mean, it's it's all about demand, and like you know, if anything, that just tells you the excitement. amount of excitement is around the team already. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I I'll be honest. I paid 175 bucks a piece for for the home opener. Um, Are you on the field? I wish you got grass <laughs> seats. Good. Uh, I, I actually, I'm mowing the lawn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, but at the same time, I told myself, I, as I said, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity that um, I was not going to pass up. And so um, 175 bucks will be completely <laughs> worth it. You can, in you my can, opinion, you can get that back. What, oh, um, I mean, I'm not worried these, about it. Where are they going to air these games at? How do I, how do, if, if I wanted to become sure. a follower, watcher, supporter, um, fan, how, how, how do we watch? Well, the best, the best and pretty much only way to do that would be, uh, MLS season pass through Apple TV. Um, you don't need a subscription to Apple TV to actually watch the games. You can just order the MLS season pass and you'll have access to actually all MLS games, no blackout restrictions or anything like that. No blackouts. Um, I know. Wowzers. Right? Isn't, isn't that a concept? Please listen. Pa- paging, paging Rob. Um, yeah, so there's no blackouts. You just have to order MLS season pass. Um, my dad and I are probably going to split it since uh, he's, you know, uh, veteran so he'll get a little bit of a discount but uh yeah that's that's the way to do it it's not going to be on valley sports so if you're if you're looking to really follow the team um that's that's some that's where you got to start what's that that cost you know i wish i knew actually um I'll, i'll let you know next time okay okay awesome but yeah it's i'm i'm super excited i mean look you're we're, it's almost hard to believe that we're literally less than two weeks from their first game in Austin. Um, I, I really do think it's going to be uh, a really fun time. And, you know, by the time you know it, March 4th is going to be here. And um, if you're in the St. Louis area, I really do encourage you to be by the stadium um, on March 4th because it's it's going to feel like a party. I can only imagine. Oh, I, I can't wait. I, I literally can't wait. I mean, I, I, the, no, the, Schla- the Schlafly tap room that's right there is, is hosting a pre-party. Mm-hmm. Um, the St. Luligans, the supporter cr- uh, group for the team, um, they have a block party set up already. I mean, it's it's just going to be um, quite the experience. And I, I really hope um, I really hope the players soak it all in because um, if there's one thing that you and I both know, it's um, when when you know St. Louis and the city and the fans get behind a team, it's uh, it's it's unique, um, and it's it's up there with the best of the fans. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see how it uh, 
how it takes place up there in St. Louis down the road from uh, everything good. Look at you! Look at you embracing soccer. I'm so happy for you. Oh, well, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta evolve. I'm, I appreciate it all. that. You gotta love yeah. it all. But um, as long as that is 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 all you have. Uh, oh yeah, I mean that's it. I mean I can't again. World Baseball Classics literally a month away. So um, the next few weeks we're gonna be diving into the pools. We're talking bets. Um, I've got some future bets already lined up. Uh, I can't wait to discuss that stuff. So can't wait. Awesome. All right, guys, if you guys want to uh, subscribe to the turn into podcast, as always, you can subscribe on Apple iTunes, Google podcast, Spotify. I think that's all that we are on. Um, you can follow Tito on Twitter at Triveratops. You can follow the podcast that turn into podcasts the number two of course and until next monday tito what do you got to say go team puerto rico <laughs> all right i mean we'll accept it all right bye <laughs>